Actually, we'll be interviewing as a team. We're here to fuck shit up. When you bring me out, can you introduce me as Jake Stewart? And I'm Matt. And this is the Nuclear Fridge. <laughs> it's completely insane. You guys are idiots. Do you have nuclear weapons? In the fridge. Is that nuclear waste? This whole fridge is a joke. Honey, you are a regular nuclear meltdown. You and I are not so different. Stupid fridge guys. Well, do each his own. Go to school, boys. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Nuclear Fridge. I'm your host, Matt Paget, and as always, I'm joined by two beautiful bros jacob decker grab a cold one from the nuclear fridge it's friday baby let's go baby and Stuart gears what up fridges How you doing today, man it's oh man did you call me a bitch or a fridge fridges i said fridges there oh i guess just falls in fridge that, fridges Fridges. fridges. Well, um, that's why you got to be careful rifling through people's fridges because you never know if you're going to find a, a bottle of fridge jizz. Uh, is, that, uh, is that a thing? Yeah, oh, yeah. I mean, if you jizz into, this? into a bottle know. and put it into a fridge, it gets nice and cold. Well, I know. And refreshing. Oh, okay. I was, I was thinking about the whole. Which is exactly what I needed during this last heat wave, which uh, we are out of. And today was fucking perfect, man. Today was breezy, sunny, cool. We went from 113 to 77 Hell <laughs> in a matter yeah. of a day. Jeez. It was fucking awesome. <laughs> Starting off with the weather, baby. Yeah. Yeah, buddy. But <laughs> you know what? Go. I really want to uh, kick this episode off with uh, showing appreciation for a man that's been with us through most of our lives. And I think it's time to pay him the due uh-huh. and respect that he deserves. And that man... Is Sam Fisher? That that's what this is. That's what this is about. This is the topic you want to bring up. Rest in peace. Is this this is gonna be this is gonna be a sad episode. This is gonna be a sad episode if we're talking about Splinter Cell. <laughs> We t- we promised we wouldn't do another depressing episode. Oh, no, I, no, I just I was I was playing some uh, Splinter Cell P- uh, Pandora tomorrow today because that's the one I haven't played a whole lot of, and um, I I damn near got a boner. You know you know the sound that Sam Fisher's night vision goggles make. Ab- Absolutely. Yep. I'll that's never what my dick. It. That that's my dick getting hard. That's the same sound <laughs> my dick makes when it gets hard. Uh, Can it see uh, in the dark? It's in the dark. Just glowing, can, growing, glowing green only, dick in the dark. Only my dick can see in the dark, yeah. <laughs> Could you imagine, like, a soldier just looking in the dark, and there's just this green, hard dick. Just Hold glowing. on, let me rewire my feed when it gets dark. You just hit a button, and all of a sudden oh. you're... Lambert, I've took my pill. <laughs> 100%. That's, that's what my dick said. He calls in Lambert and says, Lambert. I'm hard, I'm ready, and I'm going in. Jimmy oh, Christmas, Matt. But let me tell you, my dick got hard when uh, I was crawling on some wire above me, and then I aimed my gun, and he does like the upside down. I'm aiming my gun while hanging from the ceiling thing. And it, I. It really fucking exemplified how fucking good the Splinter Cell games are and how underappreciated they are and how badly we need them back. Jake and I have been saying this for years. Yeah, you know those like... it's become just a sad, sad, faded memory. You you know those like clown memes where the guy's putting on clown makeup? That's Stuart and I every single (laughs) Ubisoft thing. Every goddamn year. We're just like, this is it. This is it. We're finally going to get another Splinter Cell. We're, we're applying makeup on each other, clown makeup, putting on our wigs, and then they do yet another E3, yet another Ubisoft forward, whatever they are. No Sam Fisher, except for a VR game, which, you know, cool. I'll, I'll play yeah. I'll play a Splinter Cell VR game. Not really what I want, but I'll still play it. And then weird crossovers, like that weird mobile game that I I don't remember where it's the police versus yeah, protesters. I mean, 
<laughs> I, I I didn't play it. Maybe maybe it's good, but it's just, once again, it's just not what I'm the, looking the, for. The only good Splinter Cell thing they, uh, at least in my opinion, they've done, and it still is not nearly what you would hope. It, but the Breakpoint DLC that they actually did get, um, yeah, Michael Ironside. They have a level dedicated to it, and the music from Chaos Theory kicks in. Breakpoint right. and Wildlands uh, did that and, too. Wildlands even had that really good scene with Michael Ironside where they're talking about uh, oh, Snake. Yeah. It, yeah. It, that scene at the time was so cool because it was like, okay, Ubisoft gets it. They're the only ones who have like a big yes. stealth franchise left, but it's been, what, four years since that DLC? So it's just like, wait. I, if not I longer, think, yeah. I think they you just, took it. Oh, you ahead, just... Sorry you just made a reference to the fact that you're the only ones who have this this Amazing video franchise. game stealth character that you can tap into except you're not doing anything with it so he might as well be as dead as snake i dude I, it, it came off super like hey we've got a game and we're teasing it with this ghost recon that, stuff that's and what i like, thought that's why i was so stoked for that e3 you know what? Games i was take a long there time ready. to make Games take a really long time to make. Maybe maybe they've just been working on it for a long time. You know, I'd rather have them announce a Splinter Cell game and be like, hey, it's coming out next year rather than, hey, we're working on a Splinter Cell game. It'll be out one day. So, you know, right? maybe they're just being quiet. Well, they will make that announcement when GTA 6 releases. Yep. And yeah. 2025. I, I mean, I think my thing is I think Ubisoft looked at the Wildlands and they're like, wow, people are really talking about Sam Fisher being in a different series. I think we should go with that. Let's shove mm. him in Siege. Let's shove him in a mobile game. And then hell, I mean, VR is a thing. Let's put him in a VR game. Oh, and let's do a movie that's also going to be delayed and may not ever come out with Tom Hardy. Hey, yeah, he's pretty good in Siege, though. I thought he's he fit pretty, pretty cool well. The only but thing it's not is, even is... Michael Ironside. Yeah, that that, that was the bummer. It, it, well, that I, was, I that would was rather really put weird. Michael Ironside's time towards something better. But that was if sure. that's the case. But that was really weird though because they went another way to get Ironside for the the the, the breakpoint yeah. breakpoint. Yeah, he, he the, did it. both yeah. the deals or both the uh, I, Ghost Recon I DLCs. If they... I wonder if they did that because Siege gets updated so much that they may need to add more VO and they can't guarantee they can get Michael Ironside at short notice. For just one-offs, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised yeah, could, if that was the case. Because one day he might need to say something like a cowboy in a cowboy event and... <laughs> I, I, Michael Ironside said, what? The Graveler game. <laughs> you want me to say some cowboy shit? Fuck off! And then he hangs up. So maybe it's better they got some sound alike. Yeah. Either way, we need a new Splinter Cell game. Chaos Theory is still one of the best games ever. I yeah, I would be stoked if they just did a really good remaster of that. But that game already looks so good. I don't even know if they'd need to. I was about to say it still looks great. Oh. And you can play it on Xbox Series X. Yeah. It's still great on PC. Well, yeah, yeah, because it's a backwards compatible, right? Mm-hmm. You, you know you didn't you stream it on Xbox One X? I think it, it, it's 4K upscaled. So. Yeah, I think I did at one point. I think I streamed it. But you, you know what? You can also play on Series X backwards compatibility, or just any Xbox backwards compatibility, is the Splinter Cell Double Agent for PS2 and Xbox because that game was oh, entirely right. different than the Double Agent that we got on PC and 360. Uh, and it's pretty good. You know, it definitely it doesn't feel as uh, interesting or well designed is something like chaos theory but there's some really neat things you can really tell that they were bottlenecked by the ps2 when they were making that uh, xbox and ps2 version wow you because i know that like double agents the only one i never finished um why well, and pandora tomorrow i just never really played pandora tomorrow but matthew the i didn't finish pandora tomorrow either Really? Uh, nope. Oh, it's the only one I, I thought you finish. did. The odd one out. I guess yeah, I the only the one I haven't one finished. I did. I, the one, um, the only Splinter Cell I never beat was I didn't beat. I don't. I didn't. I, I think I barely played. Like was the card PSP game. 
Oh, I'm and not then even I, counting those. Either. I did finish the PSP one. Though. And then there was the other one that was Metal like Metal Gear Acid. Oh, I'm thinking Metal Gear Acid. Yeah, no, I'm talking. Okay, there was though a That's PSP. A game, there was, was a PSP yeah, it was Splinter Cell game. Splinter Cell Declassified, wasn't Decla- it? Yes, and it was yes. Like, it was like a bunch of missions from older Splinter Cell games, and like a couple missions that fed into Double Agent. Right, right. It but was I, not I, very good. I played yeah, that one. I didn't. No, that, I didn't play. was that not called Splinter Cell Essentials? Oh no, it was Essentials. You're right. I'm pretty sure it was Essentials. Right. Call of Duty Declassified, yep, I think, was the portable one. But that was for Vita. Yes, yes. And I remember walking into a kitchen that I worked at the time, and my Irish boss was like, Oh, this is bloody hell stupid. What the fuck they do to my Call of Duty? And I was like, <laughs> I was like, Yeah, it really sucks, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's like Matt. He he knew I like liked video games and reviewed them on the side, and he was like, "Why'd they do this? Fix it, Matt. Oh, fix it. This is our Irish accent." <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it, that game was trash. But uh, I didn't. I never played the but Call of yeah, Duty one. Back to Double Agent. Like, it's different from the Xbox 360 game, right? Because I've never played the Xbox version. Yeah, the Xbox version is very different. They got rid of all of the NSA missions. Is that what they're called? Stuart, you you notoriously hated those missions. So, yes, I did. Uh, As time has gone on, I don't dislike them as much as I did when I initially played. I think it was just me partially comparing it to Chaos Theory, which was just great mission after great mission and not having to deal with bullshit. But it... They still, there's a couple that it, it it kind of felt laggish for me, especially because there are a couple of those, I guess, in the Xbox version where you are actually able to knock out those agents. And there are, yeah, yeah, but in, but it's not like in that where you're forced into having to, you know, just kind of mess around with things. But I mean, the thing is now where I appreciate them a bit more is it makes bigger moments like the interrogation room with Lambert stand out. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I do think n- n- now, like, because I played it again, and since then I definitely appreciate them more because of that. But I'll tell you what happened. Oh, Ubisoft, for some reason, decided to make two different Splinter Cell games, and they put a lot of their resources into the the next gen version. But I imagine they're like, all right, instead of making ten really cool set piece missions, we can make about four, and they're like all right, well, let's make one area that we can return to. So right. I, I think it was like a, a budget uh, reason as to why that happened. But, you know, when we were, I don't know, however old we were when that game came out, we were we didn't think that way. We were just frustrated that uh, we had to walk slowly <laughs> through this base over and over again just to, like, look through files and stuff. But, yeah, I think yes. replaying that, I definitely appreciate it more, um, what they did and what, what they were working with. But, yeah, it just didn't. It, it didn't hit as hard as uh, Chaos Theory did. No. I, I do, though, want to commend the game on... S- some of those levels are up there with Chaos Yeah, Theory. some of them are great. Shanghai I, I, is awesome. The, the Shanghai mission... I, I loved the opening with the, like, coming up under the ice. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the... I, I even liked when you're in the... Um, in the east, in, like, the war-torn region... And it's yeah. daylight basically, and you have to kind of you know hide under trucks and 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 instead of your night vision goggles, you have sunglasses. aviators, and right. when you press it, it just like he puts up and down his aviators to like block the sun. <laughs> it's pretty good. That's fucking awesome. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, yeah, no, it, it's it still stands as a good game. I, I haven't played a Splinter Cell. I was like, wow, that was a dud. I even, I, mean, I I even liked Blacklist despite. You know Michael Ironside not being there, which now understandably so because of his his dealing with cancer. That's a way more important thing to focus on, right? Yeah, um, Blacklist I think is one of Ubisoft's best games they've ever made, but I don't think it's but it, but it's like not their best Splinter Cell game, if that makes sense. Like replaying no, that I game agree. every time I replay that game, I'm like this game is incredible. Like the things it was doing, like the way you went and replayed missions, the way co op kind of intertwined with it, the multiplayer was really good. And no one bought it, I guess, or they just put it on hiatus. It's crazy that that's yeah. last person. I mean, I played. Well, the, I the remember shit out of that it came out right before like the PS4 and Xbox One. Like it came it out did. in like August, mm-hmm. and I I fucking loved it. I I 
still think it's awesome. It's actually upscaled to 4K on Xbox One X and Series X. Oh, really? And Ooh. Yeah. Ooh, okay. Ooh, it's still 30 frames per second. Yep. Oh, we should play it. The we multiplayer tried. in that game is so good. J- we tried Jay and on I PC played a bunch and it of didn't it. work. Damn. No, no, you, it, no, Chaos Theory no, didn't no, no, work. I, for, no, I mean the, uh, didn't we try like the multiplayer spy Mercs? Oh, yeah. The Spies vs. Mercs. I'm pretty yeah. sure that didn't work. I don't think we could match with anyone. Yeah, yeah. but the yeah, co-op it's worked. So fun. The co-op was a lot of fun, and uh, we—I <laughs> remember we like fucking played through that like yacht mission like a million times because we, we were like, no, we have to get this opening room perfect. That is such a good map. Yeah, dude, it's so much fun. I I fucking I I love that game, and I I, I loved everything about it except for the fucking like. I even interviewed the guy who did the voice and I'm just like, man, why did they do this? Like, why didn't they get someone who at least sounded gruff or didn't sound like he was in his early thirties or, I mean, he looks like he looks younger too. It's, it's, yeah, he does look younger. It it, it, it may as well have just been a a revamp. I mean, he did fine. He wasn't bad in it. It's just so different. Not what you want at all. It's jarring. Yeah. I think, what they, it's still fun. What they should have done is just not had that game star Sam Fisher. If oh, they weren't going to use Michael Ironside. Like, I would have been bummed, but I think I would have rationalized it a little better. Yeah, I agree. I agree. So I do have a question for you guys, though. Actually, Stuart, I want, I want you to start. How um, would you rank the Splinter Cell games? Since you've played them all from start to finish. I've played all except Pandora from start to finish. What would I rank from start to finish? Okay. I would go Chaos Theory number one. Uh, number two, I'd probably give the Blacklist. But on the on the note of, I do need to say, I think Blacklist, it's it speaks wonders to how fun it is. That I think the biggest thing is it just doesn't have the heart of the rest of the series. I yeah. agree. But it is really, really fun. Uh, and then I would probably say then double agent then one wow and then two what about conviction oh my god you're yeah, right I'm conviction s- shit yeah, i oh. wanted to talk about conviction. oh my god okay conviction is okay okay conviction's interesting no conviction dude. is so of its time like it it is so like that that born legacy that like yeah uh, 24. 24 you're right it is so of that era no, and it, i love it okay actually though okay so i would interrogating guys that's some no oh, i was fucking sick no. smashing a dude oh, around no. the bathroom. or the <laughs> part great. where you uh you uh like punch grim in the face and you're like whoa i did not actually think sam fisher would do that and then i replayed the <laughs> yeah. other ones and i was like huh yeah sam fisher wouldn't punch grim in the face no matter what yeah, yeah. uh but also one last note before we get into your ranking right. um god what was i gonna say uh oh oh the the co-op mode the co-op mode where like you played through it with your friend and then at the very end it was like all right now kill each other right like oh shit yeah the the co-op mode was good the only thing i didn't like about that co-op mode was there was unless you played the story there was no like mode where you could just sneak past enemies you always had to kill everyone in each area which i thought kind of ruined the point of it because it's like what if I don't want to kill yeah. or if I want to sneak by? But you right. could do it in story, but you know, you play through story once and then I was just replaying the missions in in like the challenge mode and stuff. It's not called challenge right. mode, whatever it is. Right. No, it's And I don't think he I don't think he ever gets uh night vision goggles in conviction. Yes, he he at the very end. He does, yeah. At the very end. At the very okay, end. Okay. You, you do, I, I did I do not remember that. I, but they're I, like they're like sonar, aren't they? They're sonar. Yeah, you you don't have the. They're not real. Go- night they're not. They're not the yeah. night vision of the last games. They they're they're just more of a. They're like the vision in um, Dark Knight that he gets at the end, where it's kind of just yeah. it, it goes through the environment right. and marks people, but still really cool. Okay, so ah, conviction. Okay, so I would put conviction over. Okay, so one chaos theory, mm-hmm. two blacklist. Three, I'm gonna Sounds give. Sounds like you're disarming. I know. A ball. I know. Three. <laughs> oh god, don't. Sweat. Don't. <laughs> oh, don't fuck this up. Um, three, I actually would give to to conviction. Then, I would do double agent, 
and then one and then two because pandora tomorrow there's some parts of it that are just kind of they feel filler and it's yeah. like they were they were trying to and i mean there's really cool features they added to it and i liked the first level a lot wait what um, about the xbox double agent though the xbox and ps2 double I agent did, i didn't get to play that one so i that one oh, i okay. also haven't played so All there's right, but two what about I the haven't. novels what about Splinter Cell I read the, Barracuda? I, 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 I read, read the very first. I read the very first one. I read the first one and the second one. And I, remember, I, I enjoyed it. Yeah. All I remember from those novels for that for some reason I'll never forget is that they always talked about how Sam Fisher could sleep anywhere. And be like, yeah, sometimes Sam Fisher would just sleep in a vent. <laughs> and that's like his ability is that he can just sleep anywhere and that's his special power that's, yeah, that's, i wish i had that yeah, honestly too. It's, a, it's a good ability right. but i remember at the time thinking like oh i shouldn't his special ability be like intense physical training and like able to choke someone out in like two seconds flat or something yeah man yeah. that's awesome it's it is a test. I, I mean, the thing with that series, and like the, with Conviction, I think the, one of the things that stands out in Conviction is there's some of those awkward chase sections where he looks like a robot running. Yeah. Like when you're running through know, DC and exactly stuff. exactly what you're talking about. Which are just kind of funny yeah. looking back. and, and it's, But they're so brief that I, I, I don't even really want to hold it against it. But I just remember the ending. Because the initial, t the first time I did it, it's they almost like are trying to tell you like, hey, like because the last guy, the guy that supposedly had killed your daughter, you can execute him or choose not to execute him. And if you and I chose the first time to execute him, and I thought it was you know the game ended. I was like, that was badass. That was a great game. And then you it's let fitting for that game. For yes, sure. absolutely. But then if you do it, have you done the other ending? Like if you don't shoot him, I did, I but I don't remember. remember. If you don't shoot him, Grim just comes on and shoots him and basically just berates you for not being a man about it. And then it's like, oh then it like and then you're just like, and awesome. then like, like the end of the game. <laughs> it's like, That's awesome. You're like, because when you shoot, because you execute him, it's brutal. Like you shoot him in both his shoulders, and you're like just going off about you know what he did, and you're, it's like a badass moment. And then it's like if you don't choose to just kill the guy, get ready. In Blacklist, you would just like call your daughter. There was like a phone you would walk up to and call her and talk to her, right? Yes. Yeah on the yeah, plane which was another great thing that they had in that game yeah. that like hub area i thought works so well for a game like that it was it was all and then you would buy new suits new gadgets new weapons yeah and oh my god dude like i just love that map where it was there like here are all the story missions you've done so far here are all the co-op missions that are available this is uh the the spies versus mercs is over here god it, it was such a fucking cool video game well that man i i, I oh. Sorry, go ahead. I was just gonna ask Matt his ranking. Oh, oh, oh okay. yeah, man. Yeah. Oh man. Uh, all right. So Chaos Series number one. Then I think I'd do Original Splinter Cell. Then I think I'd do Blacklist. Then I think I'd do Conviction. Um, and then that's where it gets a little muddy. Um, I'd probably do Pandora tomorrow, and then Double Agent, based on what I've played so far of Pandora and Double Agent. And I'm I really want to play uh, the Xbox original version of um, Double Agent of Double Agent. Same. You guys should. I literally played it last year because I saw it was available. Like uh, a former coworker messaged me and he was like, "Hey, you know it's available now, right?" And I was like, "Really?" So I played it. it it's fascinating more than anything. Like I, it's good. Uh, like I said, it probably doesn't hold up by today's standards at all. Like I wouldn't suggest this to someone who's never played a Splinter Cell game or maybe someone who's only played the newer Splinter Cell games. I wouldn't recommend it, but it, it is fascinating. It's it, it's interesting. Um, I, th I mean, I think it'd just be interesting just to compare and contrast it to the other version. Yeah, the I know first they thing have I similarities, did, but that they're, yeah, they're very Yeah, the first different. thing I did was replay uh, the xbox 360 double agent after and they're very different games they are very different like they hit the same plot beats but just the way the game is structured the, even some of the places you go in the xbox 360 version are completely different from where you go in the uh, xbox version right hmm. I went, so this is what I would do every time Microsoft was like, here's another batch of games that are now backwards compatible on Xbox One. I would go to my local game shop and buy them all immediately because they would all be like three, four dollars. Like I think I bought every Splinter Cell game for like 
two to four dollars each hell yeah and uh i I would always go immediately because as soon as those games becomes backwards compatible they become like they they become valuable again in in a way where it's like oh people are going to want to play them on the new console now so we're going to raise their prices Mm. so it was always like this big thing so i remember just fucking snagging these games uh because they raised like skate three back up to like full price when it went backwards compatible because it was just such a it was just such a like beloved game yeah that game has gotten such a big second win because of backwards compatible i feel like oh dude which is great makes me excited for four that was the first game i played on an xbox one x and i was just like i was like yeah i I don't expect a one x or a series x a one x okay just making sure there's a lot of you know yeah yeah i mean so so the day that the one x launched they were like hey we're 4k upscaling a bunch of backwards compatible games and i was like yeah this isn't gonna look that good and then i played it and i was like holy fucking shit how does this game look this good and clean and it it was just man they they do some i really hope they get back to their backwards compatible shit because like they make some of those games look goddamn incredible for friggin 15 year old games goddamn so jake what is your ranking for the splinter cell series uh, well, I mean, Chaos Theory is number one, right. obviously, as everyone said. Uh, that game is is so good. I it, the, the the level design, the pacing, the way each level gets, well, the way they build each level is just so good. Uh, following that, probably Splinter Cell One, and then Blacklist, or no, probably Blacklist, Splinter Cell One. Uh, double agent conviction double agent on the xbox and ps2 and then pandora tomorrow and mostly just because i never finished pandora tomorrow right 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 yeah pandora tomorrow is like because splinter cell was developed and then they went on to make the team that did that went on to make chaos theory and then they had a different team make pandora tomorrow if i remember correctly Mm -hmm. yes a different team i think it was like ubisoft because Ubisoft Montreal made uh, one and three, and then I think two was Ubisoft Toronto. I don't know. Uh, Ubisoft Shanghai and Milan. Okay, so uh, I thought Shanghai just made Double Agent. Uh, they may have also made Double Agent. They did. I know they made, or they were one of the studios involved in Double Agent. Um, I don't know yeah, which version. Uh, though. Double Agent was the Pandora team. It looks like. Okay, so it was Shanghai. So then, and then they never brought. Oh, actually, I guess Conviction m- might have been. Yeah, Conviction was then the Montreal. Montreal team. again, yeah. I I want dude. Conviction has so much style, dude. Like I love the words that like light up on the walls and like it. It's. I feel like it's the least Splinter Cell of the Splinter Cell games. Like in just in the way you play it, and I and I guess yes. like some of those things that splinter cell conviction introduced became splinter cell with blacklist like the mark and execute which i think is a fucking awesome system um but i it's just got so much style that i like forgive it for it's more like action weekday primetime tv series feel yeah i I, it's fucking cool i do want to keep a note also that in like the, with these rankings because I, I i did put the first kind of lower on the list i think the first splinter cell is a great game i think it's just over time because i i remember because the first one I, I just truly loved was was chaos theory and it also chaos theory and you know so on kind of introduced the ability of when i'm close to somebody i'm not frightened of if my elbow is going to take this person out or not yeah i think or, the... like like the the detection in those games i remember was always very frustrating to me mm-hmm. especially aiming guns too sometimes the accuracy with that would just frustrate the shit out of me but i just wanted the, to say uh, that note i still think those games are, are great it's the, just it evolved into more like i guess my play style the right trigger left trigger for lethal non-lethal takedowns oh were, amazing like, they, they're just amazing i think for me that is yeah. what cemented at least when I was younger, like now I have, there's way more reasons why I appreciate Chaos Theory over the other ones, but that was really what cemented it in my head as a kid, thinking like, oh yeah, this game is so cool because 
I can just press a button and knife a guy. And that was always the big question playing one and two, Stuart. I remember you and I would be like, you're telling me this guy's got a knife on his satchel, but he doesn't use it? Like, why? Right, he just right. elbows him? I remember us thinking it was so ridiculous. And and I think just seeing that and then seeing how it played into gameplay, you can knock people out. or uh... And also, the guard discussions in Chaos Theory were brilliant. Oh, Absolutely. Yes. Well, there was ones that were genuinely just interesting conversations, and there were some that were just the funniest shit. Yeah, some were so good. <laughs> like, like it, and it works so well with uh, Michael Ironside because there's that like dry wit that he has to it. Like in Chaos Theory, <laughs> one of the first guys you grab is that guy with the beard, and he's like, "Sam oh, Fisher's oh, like, yeah. do you want to shave?" And he's like, "What? No, no, no! I'll I'll tell you anything." He's like, "Oh, you're looking pretty scruffy, though." <laughs> I, yeah, dude. I it. <laughs> I guess like if you told if you were like hey see that guy in Total Recall he's actually like pretty funny and is capable of being, being hilarious a, being a, a, a hilarious badass yeah yeah and they just don't believe you but like us we're like oh no he's a fucking god amongst men like he's pretty he's much. so good at what he does well, yeah it, it adds like I think people the thing with with Splinter Cell and it's I think at least the allure for for me i'm sure with you guys too a bit it, it, truly michael ironside he, he is part of what makes it so great you yeah. know he's got this gravelly distinctive voice that at times is haunting other times funny it's just and it's always been such like even in like pandora tomorrow the first game like he he started out strong and as the series and the games were able to advance, he was able to do more with the role. And he's just, he's hes an amazing actor. So not including Siege characters, name one other character that's not from Splinter Cell, like in a Tom Clancy game. Nomad. Oh, that, that's oh. the player character. That doesn't count. That doesn't count. <laughs> that's your nice try, character. <laughs> Oh man, um, Michael B. Jordan. What? Michael B. Jordan. Game he actor? just did that. He just did that. Tom Clancy without remorse. Is that movie. a? Is that based on a game? No. no. Oh, oh, it's oh, it's based on games. Rainbow Six. He didn't say it's... movies, Matt. I know. I'm sorry. I'm thinking Rainbow. Okay. Also, I just said the actor. I don't even know. Wait, did you say? Wait, what was so? Wait, so in the Tom Clancy, a Tom Clancy character, in one of the games, name in a Tom Clancy. Video game character that's not from Rainbow Six Siege and not someone else from Splinter Cell. Like you can't say Lambert. I think, I think in Ghost Recon Advanced Warfare, no, Advanced Warfighter. I don't remember. Uh, I think the character's name is Jackson. But I don't <laughs> say know. You think? I mean, you could just say enough. that, and you might be right. <laughs> well, I, 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 for some reason, remember that, but I don't know if that's true or not. Because I did play a lot of that game. I'm trying to think, but not for Tom the story. Really it was because there was nothing else on 360 to play. I mean, it got me. I mean, I played, I played the Division Two with the sound at like 10. percent Yeah. <laughs> See, oh, Division but, Two. I didn't even. I don't. Honestly, I couldn't even tell you any story points of that. I, I, I just went through that. That's something Michael Ironside wanted to bring to the character too. He didn't want it to he didn't want to play just like another military guy. And that was I think I saw an interview with him being like that was one of the reasons why I agreed to take it is because they were like no no no, we're going to make him more. And I think he actually gave them a lot of notes on the kind of character that he wanted to play. Right. I mean he he's like he's like a more realistic James Bond like yeah. Whereas, like, James Bond is this, like, I'm a guy in a tuxedo banging everyone I see, I'm pretending to be someone I'm not to have sex with another hot chick. And... <laughs> right. I mean, it's... I, I, love, I love just painting out that James Bond pretends to be people he's not to fuck people. <laughs> I mean, the, the thing, though, with But Sam... he's just so good. Like, he's... he's he's believable. Like, if, I, if someone was like, yeah, Sam Fisher's actually based on a real dude, like, from whisker to personality he is 100 who this real dude is and i'd be like yeah absolutely that makes sense mike larenside has humanized a video game character in a way that 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 i i can't even think of another video game character that feels other than like i don't know like joel from last of us like more realistic video game people i can't think of a more realistic character than sam fisher in the realm of like unrealistic video games right i mean i think the thing with him where he works in ubisoft where other 
or the Tom Clancy games where others haven't is he's you know he's had an arc he's had a, like a beginning he's had and you've had flashbacks you've heard you know you learn about him through the games and then was four and five and kind of go off the rails though they four and five do go off the rails but there's still you know enough there I mean you I mean you've been with him long enough at that point that you're you're with him you know you're still yeah. wanting to see what goes on with him but I, I have actually a name of one character that's not Sam Fisher or Lambert right. or anybody so uh, Cole Walker. Oh, that's okay. the only one yeah. I got. Did you look this up? No, no I didn't. John Bernthal. It's Bernthal's character yeah. in um, uh, Breakpoint, and he actually—he's—he's oh. I, I, he's really good in that game. His—it's—it's it's a bummer. I think they didn't utilize him almost enough. But I mean, I'm sure he's busy with other projects. But he is good in it, and he is memorable for the game. I mean, I can remember Nomad just because I've. I just, I just. Wore Are you nomad? Echelon. Are you nomad in every Ghost Recon? Uh, no, you're just the the open world, the newer ones, Wildlands. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't even think you're nomad in both of them, right? Aren't you just I, nomad I think, in one? I, I couldn't remember. I with think Wildlands. they kind of retcon the fact that yeah, you were nomad in 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 Wildlands, like because I I feel I. I feel like in the marketing they were saying like, yeah, he's the same character from Wildlands, and now he's, but he's like faced with a new uh, challenge or some. Well, bullshit. they al they also made it though, so you can make you can uh, be female. He's faced with loot scores and shit, and now he's got a whole bunch of shit he has to pay attention to. <laughs> right, but you but you can also be female. That's why I don't think they've had him or him or her for a main character because it's just kind of supposed to be I mean I don't know he's because the character's fully voiced it's whether you're name. male or female in the game right and so, it's barely a character yeah I it's yeah yeah I would, but I, I just remember the thing that I always remember was like if if you were with your teammates in in well even AI teammates in Wildlands you would uh, you would mark one person a teammate would mark a second and then <laughs> The third AI teammate would mark the third, and then they would go, and baby makes three. <laughs> <laughs> I, I did. Like, I did. I just <laughs> always picture them sniping a baby out of its fucking crib. Oh my lord, Jesus, Matt, <laughs> Jesus, Matt. Okay, before we get off Splinter Cell, uh, uh, or talking about baby, murder. I'm not done with Splinter Cell quite. Well, yet. there's. I, I've got a either. question for you both too. All right, Stuart. Mm-hmm. Ubisoft comes to you and they're like, Stuart, you're a big fan of Splinter Cell. You know what you're talking about. We think you would know what people would want in a new Splinter Cell game. What would what would your Splinter Cell game be like? Your creative director. I'm cr creative director. In, okay. Are we talking just like gameplay, story, or just... Just, just g give me like the pitch. Like what, what does your Splinter Cell look like? You don't need to go into... A lot of story details unless there's something that you think really makes sense but like i was thinking more gameplay but if you've got yeah. story ideas hit me with i it. i think th the best thing that you could do with the next splinter cell is uh i mean mix for like some great detailed level design like in chaos theory i mean there's some levels in blacklist that's you know stick out but i i just chaos theories i just almost every level was a, a keeper uh, mm -hmm. So I would definitely put an emphasis on the levels. I, I would I would definitely make the levels bigger. I I would not go to the free roaming. I I've heard people talk about that, and I just I would never want a Splinter Cell game to be free roaming. I, I think big levels would be okay, maybe like in the vein of Hitman, but I wouldn't go much more than that. And even that might be a little bit too much. But I would put a John focus on Hitman. I, I mean, <laughs> beyond. <laughs> I mean, I just wouldn't. I would want it almost even if we if to go into it story-wise a little bit maybe address the fact that he's a bit older now and mix the gameplay of say the old with the new like you can have the mark and executes maybe you can have him be a little slower when it comes to like executing people up close and having that slower pace of the older games but still keeping you know some of the new mechanics yeah. At the same at the same time, I mean, you can also still keep the multiplayer and stuff like that, and have that more fast paced Panther like gameplay from Blacklist because I enjoyed the shit out of that. Don't get me wrong, but I think it would for next gen, and if you're going just single player, my pitch that I would put it somewhere in that realm of yeah. mixing old with the new. I'm I'm with you there. I think 
I've, I've spent a lot of time thinking about what a new Splinter Cell game would be like. As much as I'd love them to kind of make something more in the vein of like Splinter Cell 1, 2, or 3, I don't think that would fly. And I think even fans of the series might be a little, uh, well, actually, I don't want to speak for fans. They'd probably like that. I'd probably like that too, to be honest. But I think what would work really well is a kind of like what you were saying, where like not huge open world maps, but maps that are big enough to replay often, kind of like Hitman, just mm -hmm. like you're saying. Uh, but instead of instead of having like the same goal every time you replay Hitman level, which I know isn't necessarily true because you can make your own contracts and they've got special targets, but I think it would be a similar setup to Blacklist where you've got your map and you can pick which mission you want to do and occasionally you'll go back to areas you've already done, but they'll be remixed more or less. Like guards will be in different places, you'll have different objectives, uh, you'll, you'll be outfitted with different equipment, and then each each mission you complete... Uh, you get money and like Blacklist, you can buy different uh, equipment, uh, cust like weapon customization stuff, armor customization stuff. Uh, and I think that would be the overall like gameplay structure. And then I think, yeah, like you're saying, I, I would want it to be a little slower, but not too slow. And yeah. Yeah, yeah no, the movement, I, I would still want it to be faster than it was in the original three but yeah. oh, i do i think it benefit from some slower pacing with his actions the other thing is they need to bring back they need to we definitely bring back the importance of light and shadow uh, yes. especially with ray tracing especially with ray tracing imagine oh, how incredible yeah. that would be, be insane. But, but i think like with ray tracing like like all pretty much every ray tracing game just shows off how cool ray tracing looks like there's usually not really it, like a gameplay aspect to it it's just like look how cool this right. looks with splinter so they could actually make a gameplay system with it like you, you know like imagine like having a laser sight on a weapon or something and bouncing it off a mirror or something to distract yes. a guard or you, you know when you when you turn off a light uh like the light from the room next to you is still going to pour into that room i forgot that like subsurface scattering i forget what it's called but like but like you have to pay attention to those things and, and i think it, it would just be such a great showcase of what these new consoles can do with ray tracing and 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 it would just be fun like i feel like they could do some really clever stuff with light and shadow that frankly a game hasn't really done since splinter cell one right I yeah absolutely agree. If they do go the route of adding multiplayer, which I'm sure they would, uh, definitely bring back the Spyverse Mercs of old, because because it, oh, it, it hasn't would. it hasn't it really. I, I when I, I played it, I'd want to say a year or two ago, like again for a little bit, and it held up. Like it's such a just a cool like you know you having this team of spies and Mercs with just different. I mean, it, it actually kind of like. Uh, Dead by Daylight, having a team in first person, having a team in third person with different yeah. abilities. But uh, I think I think they could do some... I, I, I agree with you. I'm happy you brought up that ray tracing because it's true. It would be nice to have a game that it's actually a, a mechanic for the game to use. Yeah. Uh, there, there's so much potential for Splinter Cell, especially in a market right now where there's just nothing when it comes to stealth. Like pure stealth. It, it's just not there anymore. Right. Yeah, you know, um, I mean, my, my, at least my, uh, my idea for a new Splinter Cell would probably be a mix of like Hitman and Metal Gear Solid 5, where there are, it's Hitman, but each level is comprised of a bigger world. Um, and maybe there are a couple open world maps, um, but you may only visit one part of each area. Um, and then I guess there could be like some, some neat little things you could do if you decide, Hey, the missions in this area, but Hey, if I do something in this area, it could pull guards from the area I'm doing the mission in, and then I can go in and infiltrate it. But the thing that I always thought would be cool. And, and I guess like blacklist kind of did this with some story stuff. I really want a co-op mode where there is a Sam Fisher and then there is a guy a couple hundred yards away helping out like doing things basically turning off uh breaking electricities flipping off breakers playing a sniper shooting out like lights. all right sam oh that yeah, that yeah. would actually be really cool yeah. all right sam like imagine if you and i were playing this and i could be like all right there's someone coming down that hallway uh, I'll, I'll take them out and then i like pop them 
And then you can like do whatever you do. You can masturbate in the hallway. You can fucking. You could show them your glowing green dick. You can do your taunts <laughs> that you unlocked in the last mission. You can do your your dabbing that you attached to your um, character before oh God. deploying. I, so, uh, God. if they added emotes, I'd be I, so disappointed. <laughs> I do have I do have a story idea that I think would be pretty good. Um, and I feel like it's a natural like progression of where Blacklist left off. And even if you want to ignore that stuff, I think it still works. So uh, this would be like a pretty huge mission for Sam. Pretty like, like it, it's bigger than anything he's ever done. Bill Cosby has been let out of prison <laughs> and Sam is the only oh one that can God. stop him. There's the <laughs> and transition. Listen, listen. He has to be the one to to find the evidence and take him out. And then ultimately, there's a big boss battle at the end where Bill Cosby sends out his his guards who are all themed after all of Bill Cosby's God, characters. Dude. Lambert, <laughs> there's quaaludes everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> and then you kill Bill Cosby at oh the end. My God. No, you get the choice to. But if you oh. don't, if you don't, Grim shows up and shoots yeah, him a bunch and yeah. calls you a pussy. It'll be like, it'll be like chaos oh. theory when you sneak into a tent and he's just like sleeping on one of the cots. <laughs> It's like, what do you do? It's like, he's asleep. Irony, a little oh bit of irony there. God, what are you gonna? What are you gonna do to Bill Cosby in his sleep? <laughs> uh, I, I, Sam wakes at the camera and then it goes to black. <laughs> oh God, you have to equip the quaaludes. Uh, uh, fuck Bill Cosby. That guy fucking sucks ass. Uh, thank God Splinter Cell's good. Am I right? <laughs> that transition. What you described, though, Matt is what I wanted Breakpoint to be and what Breakpoint almost yeah. is. It's what it almost is, and that's why I like Breakpoint because you can kind of do that. One person can play as the sniper while someone else goes in and infiltrates. Mm-hmm. Yeah, seriously. Uh, you guys like, should play that with me. I, I'm down. I, would I always play it by myself. Hey, buy a gaming PC, Stuart. We've got it. I've got it installed. I've got the third echelon suit equipped. I would it's, be down to play on Xbox. Do like a start a new campaign. I would too on Xbox and apparently just do, that Series just, X version is great. Just do the hardcore it, it, it's, mode. It, it's play, it plays great now. It play and I I love what they've done with editing in the game because now you can edit how you take damage. Uh, yeah, the, the environment. It's really really cool. It's a shame too because I I was Wildlands is fun. It's I don't think it's great, but I think it's fun. Um, it, it's, it was a good little branching off point for a sequel but when this game came out it was so goddamn rough it was so yeah. rough and it was it reminded me of kind of when we were uh, when you, well Battlefield 4 was just it was just broken it's not like they needed to add to it where this game just they needed to add way more to make it worth the price it was yeah but Battlefield now, Battlefield wasn't broken it, it, or Battlefield was, was Battlefield like, was it was, it was good. Just, it was just broken. While uh, right. Breakpoint was not broken, it was just there wasn't the things there that people wanted. Well, and it was those, it was pretty glitchy. It was buggy. Yeah, but it was pretty updates, glitchy. Also like, those updates it also really missed the saved point. It. Yes. Yeah. Well, that's the thing too. If I had bought it right now, never playing it, I would be like, "How are people not talking about this game? It's so it's like a fun little third person shooter. It's a great fuck around game because you can just." Literally, yeah. It's like like Jake said, you could just go. There's like a section, like a little city, where there's just a bunch of enemies. You can plan out, like, hey, do I want to go in with a chopper with buddies? Do I want to snipe who I can and then infiltrate it stealthily? Like, it, there's just so much to it now, and it plays I, great. Dude. It's a bummer. It's just a bummer that it took so long for it to get to that point. I'm happy they got rid of that loot system with the c- different colored epic weapons and all that. I'm glad that you could turn that off now. That was Dude. so unnecessary, but anyway, I said my piece. I said my piece. Dude, I pretty much play that game as a, an open world Splinter Cell because I, I basically I just, do. I just yeah, I just wear the third echelon stuff and then stealth my way through everything. I I just wait to nighttime for some missions and go in with night vision goggles and silenced weapons. It's it's fun. It's it's not as polished to say like you know one of like Blacklist or Double Eight or uh, Chaos Theory, but it's definitely a fun game. And yeah, like Jake said, it's but it's it's greatly improved with each with each update. And they actually listen to the fans and like you can even now lower the amount of like future tech in the game. 
Oh, really? You can you can See, lower it now so that there's only certain ones that are like kind of pertinent to being there. That would be that would be one of my concerns if Ubisoft did do another Splinter Cell is that it would lean too heavy into like the drone and and like uh, like kind of yeah. near futuristic tech, which isn't I, would, I, I don't know I like, like a little that. bit is fine because I know how they always those games they're kind of like on the cutting edge of of like current tech if not a little far but like i don't i don't want to stealth around robots you know it's just not as fun yeah i mean it take it takes away the in, the intensity of the situations i think no it, i i think, I think it think does it's just, because I, like for the break point i mean you're that just, too there's but no like, I, oh, sorry i think we've just had so much of that shit like fuck star wars and fuck like robots are becoming these... the new zombie yeah it's like i i uh, I don't know, man. Like, I, I think, I, I think, like robot and mech and and all that shit is overdone. And and what you said, mechs are becoming or robots are becoming the new zombie. It's like totally. It's like, I want, I want to like you, you miss out on so much personality. It, it doesn't even matter if if these these soldiers don't have names or or you don't know that they have families or whatever the fuck, like. All the all the freaking background dialogue in games like Hitman, games like Metal Gear Solid, and games like Splinter Cell, like you would never have a moment like the moment Jake said about the scruffy beard if they were fucking robots, and that would fucking suck. Absolutely. Like, there's so much character to Splinter Cell that is like not clear to people who don't know Splinter Cell, but like the fact that that is one of the most mo- memorable moments. Sam offering a guy a shave. <laughs> There's so <laughs> With many a more slight... good stuff like that. Yeah, dude. Like, it, it's fuck robots, man. That's that. That shit's <laughs> fucking bullshit. Yeah, no. It, it Splinter Cell is not a series to go in that direction. It, it it would it would hurt it. I mean, the other thing too with the scene, like like Jake's talking about, and with with going into keeping it humans is you know you have like the him making his his quips and dry humor while he's interrogating people on the way through the caves and all that but you know short like shortly after that you find a guy who's you know over a bathtub who was tortured for hours on end and then it brings you back to the reality of like oh you know this is you know this is not a this very grounded situation that is you know happening in the world right now anyway you know it's very believable It, it brings you in deeper with the characters it makes that, it much more real and that's that's the other thing i would want from a new splinter cell 2 is you'll never hear me saying this but i want a less personal story for a new splinter cell game for like anything I else i'd be like yeah i want a personal i want a more personal oh, should, story but, it, it, but for splinter yeah. cell i want like glow i want i want a bunch of politics that don't matter but that kind of like funnel me from mission to mission like it should be interesting but like I don't I don't need personal stakes for Sam, you know? Like I his daughter doesn't need to be uh, kidnapped or he doesn't need to be getting revenge. I, I mean, he could get revenge at some point cuz that's kind of cool, but like that yeah. doesn't need she's, to be the she's pretense. She's being taken to the prom and Sam doesn't trust her date. So he uh, <laughs> That would be so a great tutorial. Recon. That would be oh, a that great would actually tutorial. be amazing. And then she's like, "Dad, can you just like go back to being a spy and that's how you start your Splinter Cell game?" In, in conviction that it's a in conviction the tutorial was making sure your daughter was felt comfortable and then some people break oh, into the house yeah. but like they teach Wait. you the mechanics of the lighting and stuff like that and like highlight objects like how to interact with objects and stuff like that while like tucking in your daughter and then you hear a noise and sam goes down and you more can execute a bunch of people <laughs> hell yeah so dude. awesome you know uh, uh is that it for our splinter cell talk uh, I mean, yeah. I mean, for the most part, I mean, I think it's just a good ending note. Is you know, it's a series that we all love, and I'm a lot of people other than us do. And I think it's 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 time to embrace that a bit more than in the ways they have. I think they have a really good opportunity to kind of have a gauntlet drop with the new Splinter Cell. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And look, I will say, I I'm very excited for a lot of the games Ubisoft is coming out with, especially now. I'm very excited for Far Cry Six. I'm excited for oh, Riders Republic. Too. I'm excited for Siege stuff. Like I, I'm, a lot of people like to shit on Ubisoft. Big fan of Ubisoft stuff. I think they make a lot of great games. 
uh, and they support their games for a long time. Uh, but I, it's been you, too long. It's been have too a, long. Have, they have a, they have a sleeping giant that could could be used. Yeah. But I know I hundred percent agreed, and I I no I don't want to sound like I'm shitting on Ubisoft. I mean they disappointed me a lot. You know every time I'd watch one of their conferences, <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a love hate them. sort of thing. You know? uh, exactly. But I no, mean, I, like I, I mean, like I just said, like they disappoint me every year. You disappoint me every year, but I, I keep coming back. <laughs> But I do, I do. Lo- no, I, I, I like Siege. I haven't played it as much as you guys, but I, I'm a big. I, I act now that with where it's currently at, I, I like Breakpoint quite a bit. Uh, I think Ubisoft does put good games out. At the very least, I think most of their games come out with really cool concepts. Maybe they don't utilize them to the best of their ability in the beginning, but there's they, they have good games. Yeah, and uh, I, I totally agree, man. Like I, I think. As, as much as I don't realize it, if I'm asked, like, hey, w- what companies make your favorite games? Like, if I if you get me talking, and I'm like, oh, fuck, Ubisoft makes some of my favorite games. Yeah. Like, I think, uh, like, Siege is amazing. The Splinter Cell series is amazing. I loved Gun. Uh, and- Ubisoft did yeah. not publish Gun, did it? I don't know. Did Ubisoft? The fact no, that, that you just never, said that, that was Activision. Oh, fuck. I tried to make a joke and it fell flat. What was the oh, joke? It was factually mode. inaccurate. Well, I want to hear the, the jokes, joke, Let's see. Tell the joke. Come on. We'll Shit. pretend no, no, like I mean, it is all, Ubisoft. It was just a joke that Gun was one of my favorite Ubisoft games. <laughs> but it, yeah, you're right. It, was, it wasn't It was even developed by Gun. It was developed by Neversoft. Neversoft yeah. Dude, Jake and Jesus. I enjoyed the shit out of Gun when it came out. I loved Gun, dude. Yeah, I did too. And then Red Dead came out, and it was like, and then it was like, oh, oh this I'm is never how you gonna do play it. Gun again. <laughs> yeah, Gun, I think actually Gun, could be a Gun's cool bullshit. I think Gun could be though a cool movie if they ever wanted to adapt it into a movie. Yeah. You mean westerns make cool movies? That's weird. Okay, okay that's not what I meant. I just think like I think that game it has like a, such a cool cast of characters and everything. I think it would be right, right. Cool translation into you know uh, you know what, Matt? I'm done. Uh, never mind. Yeah, wrap up, wrap up. Forget the show. it. All right, Forget all right. it. Listen, Pull the plug. I I started this episode with something that I did not think would carry us through the entire episode. Uh, you but brought I guess up it just Splinter shows... Cell to two of the biggest Splinter Cell fans. I know. There. <laughs> I was yeah, about dude. to say we could. I could continue talking about Splinter Cell if we really wanted to. Yeah, right? man. I, 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 I love I think... the series. I think we've proven how much it means to us. Uh, and honestly, if we get, if we I, get, uh, 1000 followers on, uh, the nuclear fridge, Twitter account, we'll do, we'll do spoiler chats for every single splinter cell game. Absolutely. And we'll play through them on Twitch we'll or, play, or maybe we'll just release videos. Who knows? Yeah. It's, oh. <laughs> if we get, I, if yeah, we get a thousand, yeah. if we get a thousand and we'll even bring in guests. I know, I know a couple people who would, uh, be very excited to do that guests who are much more well-known than us too so they probably have smarter things to say yes absolutely and then hopefully their fans will turn into our fans because that's what collaborations are for (laughs) (laughs) listen i'm the one saying it you're all thinking it I, i will say uh one of the one of the things i learned in the gaming industry or in the media side of the game industry is that no one will ever turn down a podcast if you ask oh, them on a sure. podcast, it will, it, you know, especially being at GameSpot, obviously that helped. But uh, I think in general, if, if I mean, that's also just kind of advice, you know, if you've got a podcast, a gaming podcast and you want someone on it, they're probably not going to say no unless you can't get a hold of them, uh, which might be tough to do. But, you know, right, right. Anyway, side tangent, get us out of here. Yeah, I mean, uh, I, I want to end this episode with a particular moment from the Splinter Cell games that I, I've always loved and actually I live by. And <laughs> it, if, by hmm. that, I mean, I, I constantly think about it when I am in a situation. And then I al- I also feel like it could be kind of psychopathic if you think about it. Uh, um, where are we going Jake with mentioned this? it earlier. Jake mentioned it earlier. He mentioned the moment where Sam is tucking in his daughter uh, during that moment, Sam tells his daughter uh, that the dark is actually good because you can see everything in it and no one can see you. And every time I'm in the dark in my bed or walking through my house at night in the dark, I'll turn off the lights and like I'll <laughs> I'll stalk no one that's there. 
and I'll think about that moment and go, right, I'm invisible, and everyone else, I can see them because I'm used to the dark, and that's why the dark is good. And I was born uh, in it. I was born in the dark. Um, I think about it all the time, and uh, I think that speaks to how much I love Splinter Cell. It's a great line. It's a great line, and, and it's <laughs> it's something I live by. When I go get a glass of water at night, I turn off the lights so I can sneak up on no one because no one's in my house, and no one will ever break into my house. But when they do, Sam Fisher will be to thank for my ability to see them before they kick the shit out of me and steal my PS5. I just picture anyway, you bumping get, into stuff. Get a little red marker, <laughs> and then really quickly on their head, put an arrow. <laughs> <laughs> I marked Hell yeah. Anyway, thank you for listening. Uh, this is a really fun episode. Uh, if you want to email us, you can send us an email at thenuclearfridge at gmail.com. We will resume reading emails next week. But until then, we will see you all next week. Bye. Uh, Bye. Get, get, get yourself a cold one and enjoy the weekend. Uh, grab a nuclear fridge and the cold one. Baby Sunday. Sunday.